Rays is a keep to the City Yankees podcast, and the Yankees lose again. They've now lost five straight games after getting swept by the Cardinals in St. Louis, coming off those back-to-back losses at home to the Mariners. And this series over the weekend, you had the Yankees blowing a late lead on Friday night with Clay Holmes uh, pitching in the eighth inning against the heart of the Cardinals order, blowing that game. On Saturday, you had the Yankees offense disappearing, getting shut out, five shutout innings from ex-Yankee Jordan Montgomery. And then on Sunday, you had the Yankees blowing yet another lead, this time with Frankie Montas making his Yankees debut, and the Yankees give up 12 runs, losing 12-9. to They've now lost five straight games. They were swept by the Cardinals, can't beat the Mariners. Since this All-Star break, it's just been really an abysmal performance from this team. 6-11 and 11 since the All-Star break. 9-16 and 16 in their last 25 games. 21-23 and 23 in their last 44 games going back to June 19th. And for almost two months now, this Yankees team has been the Yankees team we saw last year. Where just nothing goes right. The offense is inconsistent, non-existent. It's really Judge and LeMahieu. Starting pitching's not good. Bullpen's blowing games left and right. When the team pitches, they don't hit. When they hit, they don't pitch. Just a really bad recipe right now. And it's a recipe for disaster, and that's why they're in this spot now where their lead for the one seed is just down to a half game. It was a lead that was nine games on June 19th. It's a half game now against the Astros, and with the Astros' remaining schedule being as easy as it is, I don't expect the Yankees to be the one seed anymore. I don't know how anyone could. And not being the one seed means potentially in an ALCS against the Astros, a potential ALCS against the Astros, going on the road in games one, two, six, and seven. And they did the same thing in 2017. They did the same thing in 19. We saw how both of those ended with Yankee losses. So it's just a, it's just bad right now. Like There's nothing to feel good about with this team besides five guys. You've got Judge. You've got LeMahieu. You've got Matt Carpenter, Trevino, Jose Trevino, that is, and Nestor Cortez. That's it. Five guys. The rest of the team... You know, Rizzo's hurt, Stanton's hurt, Donaldson sucks, Hicks sucks, Kyder Falefa sucks, Benintendi's been just as bad as Joey Gallo was, Garrett Cole's been atrocious, Severino's hurt, Tyone's been terrible, Herman's been terrible, Clay Holmes can't throw strikes now, Loisega's been bad for a year, Wandy Peralta can't get, pitch a fucking clean inning, Albert Abreu's getting trusted like he's Michael King, he shouldn't even be on the fucking team. Licky's letting every inherited runner score. Chapman, he's had a few scoreless appearances, enough for the Yankees to probably start giving him real work, and I'm sure he'll fucking bat up too. And then you have the, the new Yankees pitchers in, in Montas, who was horrible. And granted, he had a pitch to two weeks, and it's, you know, I'm not going to go out and say that this guy is going to be a failure as a Yankee, but if you look at the list of pitchers like Montas, who are controllable starters who still have, you know, one-plus years remaining on their contract, who are young on the right side of 30. If you look at the Yankees' history getting these guys, it's not pretty. It's Jeff Weaver, it's Javier Vasquez, Michael Pineda, Nathan Ovaldi, Sonny Gray, James Paxton, Jamison Tyone. It's guys who who have either failed and, and been rushed out of New York or are still here like Tyone and just not very good. So it's hard to think that Montas is going to be different because this is the this is the 
guy. This is the profile that Cashman goes after, and it never works out. He always goes after these second-tier guys because they're controllable. It just doesn't work out. And he went after all the second-tier guys on the fucking market at the deadline, and he got Benintendi, who's second-tier, and he got Montas, who's second-tier, and Afro, and Trevino, and you're getting second-tier results. Benintendi's four for 30. Montas got rocked in his one start. Scott Efros gave up a three-run home run that put the game out of reach on Sunday to, to Paul DeYoung, who's, is a, what does he have, like a 561 OPS, I think? No, 531 OPS. Lou Trevino comes over. He walks in a run in that game. It's just been a disaster, a nightmare. And this, this coming off of the Yankees sending Clark Schmidt down, who's been really, really good for them this year, sending Rod Marinaccio down, who since Michael King went down, has been their best or second best reliever when Clay Holmes is going right. He's in AAA. And the Yankees are manipulating their roster because these guys have options. Because Schmidt has options, they sent him down. Because Marinaccio has options, they sent him down. Because they because guys like Abreu and Licky have to clear waivers. I don't give a fuck if they have to clear waivers. Put them on fucking waivers. Let someone else claim them. Let's, let them be someone else's problem. Not putting together the best 26-man roster at all times is fucking irresponsible. And for the Yankees who are chasing a championship, it's inexplicable at this point of the season, on August 8th, that you're still fucking around with your roster to the point that you have better talent in AAA, but because they have options, you're stashing them there so that Yankees fans get to see a Abreu pitch every day in multiple innings like he's Michael King when he's not Michael King. Or you get to see Lucas Lickie come in with guys on base and let those guys score. And the Yankees went out and they traded for Efros and they traded for Trevino. So we wouldn't have to see Abreu and Lickie in big spots. And, and Boone still keeps going to Lickie and Abreu in big spots before the new guys. And then you have Loisaga, who just hasn't been right since last August. Go back and look at his game logs. The last time he was really, really good was a year ago. A year ago. So... The Yankees went out and added bullpen help because they needed bullpen help. Because they lost Chad Reed for the season. Because they lost Michael King for the season. Because they're not sure if Zach Britton will come back. <laughs> and then you've got guys like Schmidt and Marinaccio getting sent down. What a message that sends to those players. That, hey, you did everything right. You were two of our best pitchers. Whether it's Schmidt, you know, starting, opening, uh, middle relief, late relief, whatever it is. Or Marinaccio, who came in and all he did was like, what do you retire 56 straight hitters? You didn't allow hit or something like so it was fucking crazy. And the message they send is if you have options, you'll go down. We don't fucking care. We don't care. Because we'd rather give Albert Abreu the ball, cons constantly, consistently giving him the ball, as if Cashman still has something to prove because he traded McCann to the Astros and paid him to go play for the Astros and got Abreu in return. And McCann fucking shoved it in his face with that double in the ALCS in Houston, and he's like still trying to prove that Abreu was the right call, even though he traded in the offseason, even though he went from the Yankees to the Rangers, from the Rangers to the Royals, cut by the Royals back to the Yankees, because he's not fucking any good. I don't care how fucking hard he throws. doesn't matter how hard you throw if you don't know where the fuck it's going. To sit here and to see someone like Marinaccio get sent down, it's just unbelievable. It's unbelievable. You do not feel good with any reliever going into a game right now. You felt good when Schmidt went into a game. You felt good when Marinaccio went into a game. Everyone else in the, everyone else coming out of that bullpen right now, who do you feel good about? Scott Efros? Yeah, he looked great. 
until Paul DeYoung hit a fucking bomb off him. A guy that he has no business giving up a bomb off of who, who hit the big double on Friday night against Clay Holmes. It's just it's just bad. And then from an offensive standpoint, if Judge and LeMahieu don't do anything, no one's going to do anything. That's it. That's the offense. You got Josh Donaldson batting third. He's batting fourth. He's batting fifth. He should bat nowhere because he's fucking horrible. Aaron Hicks just got his first two hits on, on Sunday in two weeks. One was a squibber you know, to third base. The other, an infield squibber the other way. And then he finally did get an actual real hit with some velocity behind it. He's terrible. Kiner Falef is just miserable to watch play. It's bad. And I will throw Carpenter in there with, with, with LeMayhew and Judge as well. So it's three of those three. And then Trevino, who's had an awesome season as a catcher, you know, he continues to get line drive singles, hit those home runs last week at the stadium. Can't say anything bad about him. The rest of the offense, say a lot of bad things about them. And then to lose... On Saturday, in a game started by Jordan Montgomery, his first start, not with the Yankees in his career, and he goes out and pitches five <laughs> shutout innings, two hitter against the Yankees. Just embarrassing. And I've only rooted against the Yankees once in my life, and that was the last game of the 2011 season when they played the Rays. And if the Rays won and the Orioles won, the Red Sox would be eliminated from the playoffs. And the Yankees blew that seven nothing lead in that game before the Evelyn Goria eventual uh, walk off home run and. Saturday was the second time I ever root against the Yankees because what that game represented was Jordan Montgomery, who the Yankees had no business trading because they act like they have an abundance of starting pitching when they don't. They don't. Their starting pitching depth is the fact that Domingo Herman's in the rotation. They won't let Schmidt start. Davey Garcia's in double A. They traded away their near major league ready starters in deals for Montas and Benintendi and the other deals. And so right now, the Yankees' best pitching prospect is a soon-to-be 23-year-old in single A. A 23-year-old in single A. That's, that's their top pitching prospect. So they don't have any depth from starting pitching perspective. And here they are trading away Jordan Montgomery for nothing. And he goes out and he's facing Domingo Herman, who is a bad person. And he's a bad pitcher. He doesn't belong on this team. Should have been fucking released three years ago. And here he is, still getting chances, despite not being any good. So yes, I rooted against the Yankees on Saturday. I don't give a fuck. It was just a crazy trade that's going to have even worse ramifications once Harrison Bader can play baseball. Because the Yankees didn't trade away Jordan Montgomery for Harrison Bader to not play him. He's going to play. He's going to start in center field. And him in center field means Judge goes to right field. And Judge goes to right field means Stanton becomes the full-time DH. And Stanton becomes a full-time DH means Matt Carpenter doesn't play. And because the Yankees won't sit Lip Donaldson because they don't have another shortstop, it means one of LeMahieu or Torres won't play. So you're looking at a situation where Carpenter, who's either the Yankees' second or third best hitter, won't play. And possibly LeMahieu, who's either the Yankees' second or third best hitter, won't play. Just because they have to fucking get Harrison Bader in the lineup. Because the Yankees are all about defense. Which is nice. It's nice to have a great defense. But... To, to come, you know, at the expense of offense when you cannot be giving away outs in, in the postseason is just crazy. And it's going to happen. It's going to happen. You wait for game one of the ALDS when Matt Carpenter's on the bench and maybe LeMahieu or Torres is on the bench and Donaldson's playing, Kyder Falefa is playing, Harrison Bader's playing. It's going to be bad. It's going to be real bad. So the Yankees either got hit Bader because they wanted to be their starting center fielder or they got him because they don't believe Stanton's coming back, which is bad. 
or they got it because they don't trust Hicks anymore to, to fucking play, which is a problem because they owe Hicks next year and the year after that and the year after that, and they have to buy him out the year after that. A fucking dumb extension at the time it was made, and it's just fucking them left and right since it was made. This team is in a bad spot. Not that they're not going to the playoffs. They are. They're, they're in the playoffs. For as bad as they've been for, for nearly two months, they still have a nine-and-a-half game lead in the division. They're winning the division. They're going to end up as a two-seed, which sucks. Probably destroys their path to the World Series. But even if they get in the playoffs, like unless they play the Twins, who are you going to feel good about playing? You want to play the Rays? I don't. You want to play the Blue Jays? Are you fucking crazy? You want to play the Mariners, who just won two out of three against you at Yankee Stadium and have a big three of Luis Castillo, Robbie Ray, and Logan Gilbert? I don't want to see that. So, while the Yankees had that amazing end of April, they had that amazing May, they had that amazing beginning of June, it's, it's you know, they're doing all they can to erase most of that here. 44 games of bad baseball is 27% of the season. That's a long time. More than a quarter of the season, they've been playing under 500 baseball. And now the schedule doesn't let up. They go to Seattle now, where they'll see Luis Castillo again, where they'll see Logan Gilbert, where they'll see Robbie Ray, the Bears' big three, a team fighting for a postseason berth, a desperate team, everything to play for. Then it's to Fenway, then it's home against the Rays and Blue Jays, then it's the Mets again. This is a tough August schedule. The Yankees can't afford to keep putting out B and C lineups. They can't keep giving starters extra rest, testing out relievers in different situations, and managing like they have everything clinched. They don't have anything clinched. They haven't clinched anything. And I don't expect them to change their ways because this is this is how they operate. They didn't have any urgency in 19 trying to get the one seed. They didn't have any urgency in 20 in a, in a shortened season where every game was like the equivalent to almost three games. They didn't have any urgency last year where they didn't make the postseason until the last fucking pitch of the regular season. And they won't have any here either. Because they feel like they've wrapped everything up. They think they can just turn on a switch come the first game of the postseason when they when you know they're playing for everything. It doesn't work like that. So it's getting harder and harder by the day to, to see this team ending this championship drought. It's getting harder to see them having postseason success. It's getting harder to see it end in anything other than a disappointment because that's what they're foreshadowing here. Same way they did last year. So, big series here. Late nights on the East Coast, out in Seattle, up against a team that needs to win. And you know, the Yankees, they don't need to win. It'd be nice if they fucking won once in a while, but they don't need it like the Mariners do. So we'll see how they play in a situation, in an environment that's postseason-esque. Because the Mariners are essentially playing postseason baseball from here on out to get there. So that'll do it for today. Yankees Mariners begins on Monday night in Seattle. I'll be back after the game to talk about it. Thanks for listening. Talk to you after the game.